Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey there, I wanted to just take a quick second to make sure that you have heard about the new program I just launched called Simply Nourished. Now you may wonder what in the world nutrition and wellness have to do with being the wife of an alcoholic, and the short answer is a lot. When we're going through hard things, which obviously this situation is a really, really hard thing, we often just completely neglect good eating habits. We turn to junk food for comfort. We don't take care of ourselves in any way, shape, or form because we've completely put ourselves on the back burner because we're so focused on what's going on with our husbands. And the problem with that is that not only now are we going through a hard thing, But now we are completely run down. We have no energy. We don't have any good nutrition in our bodies. And all of that just basically makes us completely unable to cope with anything in general, but most especially the difficulties that are involved with having an addicted spouse. So, of course, this can lead to just so many problems down the road. Um, You know, health-related or food-related health issues are a really big issue for women just anyway. And when you pile all the rest of this on top of it, it just really makes it that much harder. So the purpose of Married to Addiction as a whole has always been to help you take better care of you And this program is no different. The goal is basically to just teach you simple, good nutrition and wellness. I keep it really simple for you. That's the name for for you as the wife of an alcoholic so that you can care for your body, which will make you better equipped to handle everything else that's going on. So I would love to have you join me in that program. You just, to find out more about it, you just go to my website, marytoaddiction.com, click on the need help drop down, and you'll see Simply Nourished there. I'd love to have you join us. Hello, and welcome to episode 66 of the Married to Addiction podcast. Are you ready for this one? The title of today's episode is, The Problem is Usually the Alcohol, Not Your Husband. Did that title catch your attention? Were you a little like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I get it. Stick with me. So I added usually in there because I do know that sometimes husbands have issues over and above just addiction that are also coming into play in the relationship. But those instances aside, I do think that we need to talk about the problem being the alcohol and not your husband in a lot of instances. I'm always a little bit nervous talking about the other side of this because I know a lot of wives of alcoholics are stuck in anger and resentment, and I get it because I was one. And when you're in that place, You really honestly don't even want to hear anything in favor of your husband's side. When I was in that spot, I just wanted to be mad. I wanted to feel wronged. And I wanted to be justified in my anger. And I wanted to be justified in the hatred that I felt towards him sometimes, which I did. Hard to admit, but I did. So maybe you feel that way too. And if so, like I said, I totally get it. I was in the same exact spot. But God was clear with me when he called me to start Married to Addiction and to do this podcast, that I needed to present both sides. 
That means that it's something that he wants you to hear. So if I'm not so if I'm not doing that, then I'm not honoring him giving me this platform and what he's asked me to do, which is to share both sides on occasion. But even over and above that, I have experienced firsthand what a massive difference understanding addiction can make for you as the wife of an alcoholic, because that's what happened for me. And I want that for you too. It made things a lot easier for me when I really started to understand what was happening to my husband. So we're going to talk about that today. I like to read books about sobriety and articles about sobriety because obviously this is what I do now and I always want to increase my understanding about both sides of this. And so the book that I'm reading right now is called This Naked Mind. It's by an author named Annie Grace. And I wanted to read you an excerpt from that book because I found this really powerful and felt like I should share it. Imagine you're in a tight pair of handcuffs without a key and everyone blames you for it. You may have put them on yourself, but you don't really remember doing that and you are very sorry that you did because you feel miserable. Your wife takes you to see a doctor about the handcuffs. They're chafing your wrists and your skin is infected. She's upset that you're no longer doing your part around the house, but you find it hard to take out the garbage in a pair of handcuffs. The doctor takes a look at you and tells you how bad it is for you to be in these handcuffs. The infection on your wrist could kill you if you're not careful. You need to get out of them as soon as possible. He goes on to tell you all the reasons you should take them off. They're affecting your family, your health, and your life. He tells you how difficult it is to pick up your kids with handcuffs on and that they will feel unloved. He gives you strict instructions to remove the cuffs, but he doesn't have the key, so nothing he says actually helps you get free. What a frustrating experience. The doctor thinks you're stupid and you think the doctor's an idiot. But doctors do this when they tell the drinker who has become dependent on alcohol that he needs to stop drinking or he won't live to see his children graduate. You, the drinker, already know this and you've tried to quit. The doctor knows his advice hasn't worked with others and he doubts it will succeed with you either. The same thing happens when a wife threatens to leave her husband unless he stops drinking. More than anything, he wants to stop and save his marriage. He would never logically or emotionally choose alcohol over his family, but he can't stop. Yet we continue to believe that addicts drink because they want to. If I drank because I wanted to, then why, when drinking began messing up my life, was I unable to stop? Instead, I wanted to stop, but I didn't stop. And if you are making a choice, it should follow that you can reverse the choice. But this is not the case with addiction. We still believe that with more willpower, we could quit and release ourselves from these handcuffs. That's pretty powerful, right? I read that to my husband and he said, yeah, that's what it feels like. And we've talked about a lot since, you know, he got sober. And even when he was in treatment, we really started having a lot of dialogue around what he was going through. And so I just think it's really important that we start to understand because when we don't understand We start to, well, first of all, we're in the mindset, like I talked about, where we just want to feel angry and wronged and bitter and, you know, all of those things, which is a hard, hard way to live, by the way. But on the other side of things, we also get into these patterns of kind of like punishing our husband with like our attitude towards him or things that we do or maybe things that we don't do because we're like, I'm not doing that for him. 
He doesn't, you know, he doesn't care that, that I care that he drinks. I'm not doing that for him. That kind of thing. Addiction is massively, massively understood. But we continue to respond to the addict as if they're hurting us on purpose. And when we feel like they're hurting us on purpose because we don't have the understanding of what it's like on their side, it's so much more painful for us because we're taking it on as something that it's really not. So I really just want to help shed some light on this for you because I completely understand that it does feel very, very difficult. And I do want to be clear that this can actually be really confusing trying to understand what he's going through because here's the thing. Our husbands sometimes will still act like a jerk because they're drunk, right? And it's hard to to think to yourself, yeah, but you know, he has those handcuffs on if you're remembering that. And while that's true, it's not excusing toxic behavior, which is the big takeaway. Every time I talk about what it's like on the other side, either here on the podcast or in my secret sister circle, I always try to be really clear that just because somebody is going through something very difficult and they are addicted does not mean that we don't need to have things in place to protect ourselves from the fallout from that. So I get that when your husband is a, is drunk and he's acting like a jerk and saying stupid things to you, it's really hard to just stay in that. Well, that's the alcohol talking mind frame and just like excuse it away. I get that. And that's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm just asking you to understand where it's coming from, to not take it on personally, and then to also look out for your well-being in the way of boundaries. So if you're having a conversation with him and he is drunk and he's speaking to you like a jerk, exit the conversation. That's a great boundary to have. So I do understand that there is a line to walk here between being understanding and enabling. And we've talked about that in a previous episode too. You don't want to just roll over and be a doormat because your husband's addicted. And now you really understand what it's like for them. You still have to look out for yourself and protect yourself with boundaries, like I said. But it does help to shed some light on those feelings of, this being done to you on purpose and, and as a choice, which I think is a lot of stuff that we carry around that just makes this so much harder for us because we really don't understand how that can be. Because if you don't understand addiction, that is how it looks on the outside. And you're thinking to yourself, he, does, he must not love me as much as he says he does. And that's painful, right? But that's not the case in a lot of, a lot of times. Or we think to ourselves, you know, well, maybe if I was just a better wife, maybe if I just was nicer, maybe if I just was this. It's not about any of that. And not having those thoughts replaying in your head all the time is what I'm trying to, to make easier for you. And that does come from having more understanding. So increasing our understanding of what it's like for them in every regard is really super important because it affects them physically, it affects them psychologically, and it affects them spiritually. So what I want you to do is I want you to look up a book called Alcohol Explained. I'm sure you have heard me recommend this before by William Porter. It is meant to be read by the addicted person. 
but it is actually our book of the month right now, our book club book, and The Secret Sister Circle. Even though it's not written for families of addicted people, because it does such a great job of explaining what is happening in the alcoholic themselves. And again, it's written for that person to understand what's happening to them. And my husband has read that book and found it right on the money. And I know some of the other women in my membership, their husbands have also read the book. Same thing. Like they feel seen. They feel heard. They feel understood. We should make them feel seen, heard, and understood as well. We get it. I understand what you're going through. While still making sure you have those things in place to protect yourself from the fallout. And it is also spiritual warfare. So that book doesn't talk about spiritual warfare. It's not a Christian book, just FYI. But it does talk about the physical, psychological, physiological, all of that stuff. And it's really, really great at doing that. So I really encourage you to pick that up. But it is also spiritual warfare. The enemy loves addiction because he loves to not only take down the addicted person, but everyone around them. The marriage, the kids who are growing up in, in this environment, you know, if nothing's, if there's no boundaries for them either, he can take down entire families with one addicted person. And he loves that. So it is spiritual warfare, monumental spiritual warfare for the addicted person, but also for us as well. So all that being said, understanding is very important. Having boundaries is very important. But the ultimate say regarding what you should do in your particular situation, ultimately, should still come from the Lord. So you should not be making big decisions based only on the way that you perceive things, because as we've talked about, it's quite possible that you are operate, operating under some incorrect assumptions. So to make sure that that is not happening, there are three things that I want to leave you with, three things that I want you to do. Educate yourself by picking up that book or looking into addiction in another, in another arena. But I have read that. And I know that it really is on the money as far as um, addicted people are concerned. So I really think that that is a great first step. That's number one. Number two, stay in prayer about your situation. Super important. And then number three, of course, make sure that you are also taking care of yourself in the meantime. Because just because our husband's going through a hard thing doesn't mean that we are not as well because it is super hard for us too. And of course, if you need guidance around how to have things in place to protect yourself, how to make sure that this isn't taking you down too, how to create boundaries, et cetera, et cetera, that is the entire premise of my membership for Wise of Alcoholics called the Secret Sister Circle. That is all that we do there. I help you navigate all this stuff and so much more. We really do. I really do have a lesson for pretty much any day-to-day obstacle or struggle that you could come up against as the wife of an alcoholic. So I would love to have you join us there. If you would like more info on that or to join up, you can do that at my website, marriedtoaddiction.com. And then you will just see a drop down there that says need help and you will see Secret Sister Circle right there. We would love to have you in there with us. As always, thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. (music) 
Hey, one more quick thing before I let you go today. Do you follow Married to Addiction on either Instagram or Facebook or both? If not, I would love to have you join me over there. It's a great place to stay connected with everything that's happening with Married to Addiction. I post updates about um, my podcast episodes, of course. I post about my freebies. I post about my programs. I post uh, encouragement in the way of Bible verses and things like that. I also post just like some helpful little teaching nuggets sometimes too. So I really think that you would get a lot of value out of that as the wife of an alcoholic. And I would love to have you join me on either Facebook or Instagram, or both. You can find me at facebook.com backslash married to addiction, or just at married to addiction on Instagram. I hope to see you there.